All right, RadCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist YQ Dreams. What is up? Hi, how are you? I'm happy to be here, man. Well, I'm glad you're on the show, man. Thanks for joining me. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, um, I guess before we get into your single and what you got going on with your music, if you would be so kind, tell my listeners out there just a little bit about you a little bit about your background like how you got started in hip-hop and like what how, how did it all transpire so basically um i would say music has always followed me um since i was a kid i was always musically inclined i played the saxophone in like middle school things like that but i never looked at myself for that that i wanted to be a rapper but i've always had a way with words i've always been able to impact others with my words so that I can help them change for the better or inspire them in some way. So eventually music and me being outspoken just kept following me and I eventually just followed the music. What was it that transitioned you from this somebody who was into like, you know, lyrics and writing to actually performing though and actually like, you know, rapping? I think in any sense when you're first starting out, like people People might be appreciative of your words and they might respect you as a rapper, but they also are looking at you in competition with other entertainers. So now, once I got, once I started rapping and people were like, oh, you're really good at rapping, you should take it serious, you should pursue it. Then they started looking at me as an actual rapper. So I had no choice but to go for it. I was just like, <laughs> okay, let me, I might as well put the whole kit together. I like that. Um, is there a moment when you kind of reflected upon yourself and said, "Hey, man, I'm pretty good at this. Sh- I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm good." I think I reflect on that every day. I think I, I tell myself that every day. Uh, I think how you start a day, confidence-wise, is very important. I think that it's very easy to get overtaken by negativity or negative thoughts. So. I kind of try to tell myself to be positive every day, and I'm confident in my talents, I'm confident in my skills, I know what I bring to the table, so I won't ever let anybody take that from me. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. All right, so let's talk about your single uh, called Playmaker. Um, I read up on it, and I mean, so I know what the backstory is, but my listeners may not, so if you would, just kind of tell everybody what the song's about, and, and what was it that made you write this song? So Playmaker is a single, um, obviously everything with the pandemic going on, I couldn't travel as much as I wanted to, or as much as I did last year um, on the music scene. So I really just wanted to give like my loyal listeners and people around me something special for the playoffs. I'm a big basketball fan, I love sports. So I decided to make a song called Playmaker. Um, it's basically an embodiment of overcoming hardships and turning them into plays, which mm. would be considered success or wins. So that's the whole idea of the song. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. All right, so this next question is very important. You can't screw this up. You ready? <laughs> okay. Who's your favorite basketball team? My favorite basketball team? Yeah, give me your favorite college team and your, and your, and your favorite pro team. College team, I'm going to say UNC. I was actually Michael Jordan in North Carolina yep. for a little bit before I moved to New Jersey. And um, NBA, I definitely have to go with the Lakers. The whole <laughs> playmaker theme is centered yeah. around the Lakers. It's 
it's me in a Lakers jersey. Um, I'm a big LeBron fan. I love what he does off the court to help at-risk youth and open up a school and donate yeah. Like, those are some of my goals and aspirations. So yeah. those are my motivations. You did very well with that question, by the way, because I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. Of course, he's in North Carolina. And rest in peace. Uh, so we kind of get the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, man. And also, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, I still yes. can't. I yes. still rest in peace. Yeah, I, I, I really, even even this many days out from when it happened, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around that he's gone. I think the main thing is that because this year was so traumatic for people and because there was so many lives lost or uh, pandemics going on, it's been like people haven't really gotten time to stop and breathe, you know? So yeah. it feels, this whole year feels surreal to everyone. Yeah, it's really an insane year. I've never, I'm a lot older than you are, and I have never in my life lived in a year as screwed up as this thing is, man. This is a crazy year, man. I haven't either, and I remember a couple years ago, them saying, like, 2020, like, the world was going to end, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe all the bad stuff is happening, so we can come out stronger and better as yeah. a society. So I'm all for that. Yeah, 100%. 100%, man. Um, and while we're on basketball real quick, I'm a... I'm a I do like the Lakers. I used to live outside of Los Angeles. I used to live in Goleta, California. Um, they're not my favorite team, though. They're my type. Lakers are my top three, but my favorite team is the San Antonio Spurs. Cause I lived in San Antonio for ten years, and okay. my buddy James Leha, he's a former uh, professional boxer. He won a world title. He won two world titles when he was fighting, and after he retired um, from boxing, he became one of the the conditioning coaches for the Spurs. <clears throat> so he became really good friends with Tim Duncan, man. So he hooked me up with a he got Tim Duncan to sign a personal uh personal sign a eight by ten for me. I thought that was pretty cool. That is awesome man. That shows that goes to show you that connections really do go a lot. Yeah man. <laughs> hey man, so you know, ain't no doubt about it. And, and when things are genuine like that, like you just getting yeah, a, a gift like that, like that makes you uh, a lifetime. Yeah, it meant a lot to me, and I and Tim Duncan, of course, you know, you follow basketball, so you know how much of a class act he is. Um, yeah, it's on my walls in a frame. Very proud of it. If you ever get a chance, make sure you uh, look up. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, Stephen Jackson's podcast with Matt Barnes. He had KG on there, and he was telling stories about Tim Duncan trash talking. Really? And he said he would never curse. He would just be like, "I got you." <laughs> <laughs> That's so. I hundred percent believe that. I mean, Tim Duncan is such a class act guy. I can hear Kevin Garnett like like talking smack about it too. Um, but that's pretty funny. Duncan would just shrug and be like, oh, next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's a class act, man. He grew up in the Virgin Islands, and I believe he's a Wake Forest guy. I think he went to college at Wake Forest. He played ball for Wake Forest. And um, when they drafted him, I, I, mean, I was excited because I knew. I knew because I remember reading about Tim Duncan when he was in college. just killing everybody in, in, in college ball. And I remember the Spurs, they won the lottery that year, and they got the first pick. And I was like, ah, oh, they're going to get Tim Duncan. And sure enough, and then that was it. The rest is history. And he's super humble. Like he's not one of those. Like he's one of those players that aren't really appreciated because of how humble he is. You see everybody else super confident or yeah. talking at that like superstar confidence level. He just comes. He shows up. He does his job. He goes home. Yep. And look at all the rings he got too. He did all right. He did pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
All right, so now this song you got, Playmaker, is this part of the Jersey EP? No, this is the follow-up to the Jersey EP. It's the follow-up, okay. So, yeah, so last year I released the Jersey EP, um, I, I want to say around October, and that was just me putting out content. I just wanted to get a, a, a project out, an embodiment of a few songs out. So I had planned to travel all 2020, and... You know, push my project, uh, set work on all these different spaces, and I wasn't able to because everything shut down right after. Right. So then I ended up following up with Playmaker just so I could give content. So now, is Playmaker is it just a single, or is it is, is there is it called is it an EP? Is it just a title track? It's just it's just a single. Okay. So what is your intentions? Um, like, what do you want to do going forward? I mean, I know you're promoting your song Playmaker right now. Um, do you have, you have, um, you know, an album maybe in mind or, or another EP in mind? What do you want to do next? Being a creative, like, especially, like, I have ADHD, so when I usually start a song, I'll, I'll usually stop, like, midway through and uh -huh. start another song. So I have about, I have a lot of songs just in the talk ready for whatever. So my next plans are basically to start getting them songs together, start promoting, pushing, and doing what I need to do so people can see me on the scene and address me on the scene. So when I looked up on YouTube, um, you got Playmaker up on your, on your YouTube account, and it's got like, I mean, you just released it like last month, and it's got thousands of listens already, so that's, that's got to be, you know, feeling pretty good. Yeah, it feels good. I mean, it's not my biggest song because I do have a song with the baby that has, I want to say, over three hundred thousand streams. Yeah, I'm not really big YouTube heavy, so I actually sent that to a PR to have it pushed, and it is doing well. So, yeah. Now you just brought up what, about a little bit about your success, previous success. When I was reading through your bio, I was pretty impressed by some of the things you've accomplished like this you you travel across the country opening up for some really big 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 acts right yes um i've opened up for pnb rock yeah I performed in jamaica uh i performed in atlanta i've performed in new york like i've basically been wherever i can travel and perform or just spread spread my name i'll go it's pretty impressive so now when you um when, when you Toward you know when you opened up for some of these bigger names, what's something what's what's something that's that's really been beneficial for you like that you've learned to go to take going forward. Beneficial, I would basically say um, the biggest thing I learned is not to let people's words really have so much effect on you. I think that us as people, I mean, we all have a general understanding of who we are. And sometimes people can't understand that perception of you because their goals aren't lined up with the same as yours. So I think definitely the biggest thing I learned is I'm not for everybody. The people that are for me and the people that do love me is who I should pay attention to and put my energy into. And the others, if they don't like me, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can really do. I'd rather focus on the people who are showing me love. Mm, that's great. You know, you're beyond your years, man. You got a good head on your shoulders for sure. That's Every everybody tells me that. Mm, <laughs> it's true. So that's why rap is like essentially with rap. I would like to use it as a gateway to do way more things. It's it's just a platform for me to inspire the world because I want to start foundations for 
less privileged kids and single households, those types of things. Yeah, man. That's great. And, you know, the world needs more of that. Um, I'm involved in charity work myself, and I, um, I'm constantly, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn, I just think it's important to, for people to listen and, and be inspired, you know, to get involved more, to help homeless people and veterans and, and um, inner city youth that don't maybe may not have the same opportunity as some of the suburbs. Um, I just think that's all important. You know, more and more people need to do that. Yeah, and I don't think it's in your own at all. I think just by you speaking and, and letting your listeners know that you do charity work, you might inspire somebody else to donate to a charity, you know. So that is always good. I think we definitely yeah. need to lean on each other more. You know, as a society, I think a lot of people go through things and life kind of teaches you to toughen it up. You'll be okay. But we could definitely lean on each other more and uplift each other. Yeah, man. Do you know how... Do you know how terrified our government would be if black people and white people joined forces? Yeah, it, that's why they keep distracting us with all these things. Yeah, man. They like that conquer and divide thing. Yeah. Man, all right. So, another thing I read about you that I liked um, is that you're, you're a lyricist. You really get into lyrics and, and meaning behind songs so give me give me some more talk to me more about that the importance of that for you um i think really i just try to speak from the heart sometimes i'm i don't really overthink my lyrics or try to be super lyrical i just usually speak from the heart and it ends up happening that way like you said i'm beyond my years so mm-hmm. like if i don't know a word or hear a word that i don't know i'll look it up so that i know the definition there you go vocabulary so it just kind of happens like that what is your um is are you all in with music is that is that what you want to do for your career i mean or do you have other aspirations outside of the music world oh i have many other aspirations as i was talking about i would like to start a foundation a non-profit for less fortunate kids i also want to dip my toes into real estate so that i can buy land right there you go that generational wealth Thing. I'm invested in stocks, like so. My head is always in the right place. I'm trying to grow in every aspect of life. Um, I would say, as far as passion, I'm all in with music. But as far as life, I know that I have the talent and I have the brains to be successful in pretty much anything I want to go after. Right. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because it's always important to have a plan B. You know, always have a plan B to just in case plan A don't work, then you just jump on plan B. Um, I hope you go all the way with your music, though. I want you to sell 10 million records, believe me, when I tell you that. Um, I want me to, too. Y- yeah, but I also want you to, to not, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a fallback, you know. You mentioned real estate, that's great. My brother is a very successful real estate broker. He lives up in Connecticut, and he's been in real estate for years, and it's done very, very well for him. So, definitely something that you should um, definitely uh, take a good, hard look at. Yeah, that's dope. And also, sometimes um, you can be dedicated to your plan A because I know um, you're saying, like, have a plan B. Like, a lot of people that end up becoming successful, they're like, oh, I stuck the plan A. I didn't, there wasn't no plan B. Like, I had to risk it all on plan A. So I want to kind of get into that narrative. I think that sometimes, like, a plan B can help propel you to your plan A, you know? So if. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Successful. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It's being successful in another avenue, it'll bring attention to your priority. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other. And when I say Plan B, I'm I'm not trying to discourage anybody from going after you know the sticking with Plan A and making Plan A work. I'm just saying, always has something. You know, always have more more irons in the fire. I mean, you always got to keep something going on. Um, yeah, and I agree, and that's why I, I mentioned that because I don't want people to misinterpret you the wrong way. Yeah, but man. Definitely having multiple avenues of income or multiple dreams that you're having, I mean, it just increases your chances. Yes, right, a hundred percent. All right, now we touched a little bit on the COVID and how it's impacted you. Um, previous to the whole virus thing, did you did you do a lot of live performing? Uh, before, yeah, that was probably my busiest year, the year right before COVID, uh, 2019. I had yeah. traveled to L.A. say three, four times. I was in Atlanta about three, four times. It's like every week I had to go somewhere else. Uh, I was in Jamaica. I was in Miami. Nice. Like, so that was a really important time for me because especially following my track with the baby, um, I was really trying to promote it and push it. So, like, that was a really hard time for me because I wasn't able to travel, so I wasn't able to show my face or show my brand at all. And that's got to be frustrating because you were hitting your stride nice in the 19, man. And then all of a sudden this bull yeah. crap happens and it just kind of shuts everything down. Yeah, I feel like I kind of, I was kind of climbing the ladder and then the ladder just got tipped over, but I'm ready to get back to the ladder and climb. There you go. Yeah, 2021 is going to happen for you, brother. Thank you, thank you. All right, so a couple more things, and I'll let you go. Let's touch on. Um, uh, let's see. Do I want to just see? I'm going through my little notes here. Now, as far as goals, we did touch a little bit on that. Um, what What is something that you'd like to accomplish, like in 2021 or by the end of 2021? Um, I would say definitely just increasing my fan base, um, being more interactive with the people who do support me. Um, a lot of people they get love and they'll just like they won't interact with it or they'll just get used to it or comfortable with the love like you want to let the people that support you know that hello yeah I'm here brother I'm sorry I'm sorry are you good (laughs) as I was saying you want to let the people that support you know that they're supported too you know and that's how that life turn thing like your spurs moment that's how you keep people at the heart because they know it's genuine yeah, that's what's up. All right, look, man, before I let you go, um, is there anything else that I missed anything? Is there anything else that you wanted to get in there and talk about before before we we uh, before we finish up? Um, I would just give my socials. Yeah, that was next. Yep, I was definitely gonna let you do that. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I didn't I didn't miss a song or anything like you know that was in your bio that I didn't that I didn't see. So we touched on your single. And your e- your older EP, I think we got it all. So definitely um, tell everybody out there how they can follow you on your social media, and if you have any websites you want to talk about, the mic is yours. Uh, basically, you can follow me everywhere at YQ Dreams. Um, that's at YQ and then Dreams all together. And basically, my whole movement is transpired to impact change. I'm going to make this society a better place, and I want to use my voice for good to inspire others. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell in the 
20 minutes that I've talked to you, that I have no doubt that you will achieve those goals, man, because you are, um, I can tell you're a very intelligent young man, and you got um, just got a really good head on your shoulders, and you're talented. So I wish you the best of luck, and I want you to come back. Come back to the show anytime you got something new you want, you want to talk about, all right? Thank you. I'll be honored to do that. It was nice talking to you. Yeah, I agree. It was nice talking to you, too, brother. All right, take care of yourself, all right? All right, you too. You have a great night. Thank you, man. Thanks for your time.